Welcome to Diamond Niners Weekly. It is Wednesday night. We are live here at the Hayes talking Charlotte 49ers baseball as always. This is Nick joined by Kevin. What's up, Niner Nation? Producer Brad over there to make it happen. Hey, hey. And check it out. We got Matt Brooks in the house. What's up, Brooksy? How we doing? Good to be here. Man, good to have 41 here. We're gonna get we're gonna jump right in and talk to Matt here a little bit. Uh we tried to do this last week, Matt. Um, but you got stuck in a tornado shelter or something mm-hmm. like that. So stairwell. stairwell in a stairwell. So Matt did we did <laughs> yeah, we we'll we'll talk about that. So uh, it, as always, guys, uh, Twitter, the chat on YouTube, producer Brad monitors the chat there. So if you want to hit us up there, you want to hit us up on YouTube, just uh, send something our way. You got questions for Matt, we'll be glad to pass them on. Comments for Matt, whatever. Or maybe you just want to heckle us. People, Jimmy Touchstone always does that, so we can we can do that too. All right. Good to be back at the Hayes. Good to be live. Kevin, we're live. You're here. This feels right. Yes. Yeah, it's good to be back, man. It's uh, it's good to have other people besides you and I and Brad talking. On yeah, the show. yeah. So, so we did we did the show via Zoom last week. Uh, boys are on the road. We always handle it that way when the guys go on the road. Matt was going to join us um, right after the big start that he had last week, and uh, I got a text from you. Like, as we were going on air, hey, the tornado <laughs> sirens are blaring, and they're evacuating us. Yeah. So you ended up in a stairwell? Yeah, when we got back to the hotel, we kind of rushed out of there. Well, they, they locked us in the stadium, so we couldn't get out, and we had to go back around. The only reason, I mean, we weren't freaking out too much, but once uh, the Middle Tennessee guys were, they were kind of freaking out a little bit about the sirens, that's when we started, you know, kicking, <laughs> in, kicking into gear. Um, so, yeah, we tried to rush out of there, but... Yeah, and then we ended up in the stairwell for about 15 or 20 minutes um, just to make sure it was all clear, and then we got to eat. So, yeah, it was interesting. Is that is that your uh, your first <clears throat> evacuation from a baseball field for weather? Maybe, I think, <laughs> off the top of my head, yeah. That's I a remember, new one. I think in, at La Tech we've had some incidences down there too yeah. um, with tornadoes. Um, but, yeah, evacuation, I think that's the first. Yeah. Well, everything it was it was an eventful uh, <laughs> eventful weekend for weather anyway because what we had a hailstorm too hail right storm, yeah hail hail Sims mm-hmm. uh, pitched pitched a game and then after the game they had a hailstorm <laughs> it was that was crazy <laughs> so you guys got your fill yeah. of weather there at Middle yeah. Tennessee so all right let's uh let, let's get in here we we kind of do some basic things with with guys we bring them on and and matt you we we went and researched this you have been on before mm-hmm. um you were on uh the the covid year from st louis you guys were were at pay uh, p3 working out and, and we had you on there and uh, but this is this is the first time we've been able to have you on in, live in person. So let's do a little bit of background stuff, and and then we're gonna get to what everybody wants to hear about, which is you know what it's like to stand on the mound at the Hayes and toss a one hitter. <laughs> um, so we're, we're we're gonna get there, folks. I promise. So Matt, we were we were talking here, but we we always joke, and and it's it's become a running joke, right? That that you've been here for for a little while now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you can remember back, right? You're you're a high school you're a high school baseball player in Pennsylvania, and you're trying to make the decision, you know, where you're going to spend your your the the next um, well, it turns out six years of your life. How, how did you how did you wind up how how did you wind up picking Charlotte, North Carolina? Yeah, it was about double the amount of time that I expected to be at college, um, <laughs> for being honest. Um, but it happens. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, for me, thankfully, it was it was a pretty easy process. Um, you know, I had some interest in the Northeast, and I knew I kind of wanted to come south, um, mainly for weather. Um, so, you know, once I got contacted by some schools down here, I think I think Charlotte was the first. You know, it was like my second or third visit overall, but one of my first down here in the South, um, what I consider the South. Um, and it was easy because once I, you know, once I saw campus, I kind of fell in love. Um, I came down with my parents in this, I think it was the summer before my senior year. Um, so once I saw campus, uh, we went to the city for a little dinner. Um, it was pretty easy to choose. Um, so I actually, I committed after my visit, um, about two hours after my visit. Um, and that just kind of shows, you know, how the campus impacted me in the city mm-hmm. and the, the coaching staff at that point. Um, so it was, you know, pretty easy. And a lot of people can't really say that it was an easy decision. Um, but for me, it was easy and um, obviously one that I'm glad I made. So yeah. that would have been around 20, 2015. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I graduated 2016. So yeah, 2015 summer. Um, yeah. Who was, uh, who was recruiting you then? Um, so Bo Rob saw me first in Myrtle Beach. Um, he saw me throw there, saw me play a little bit of shortstop as well. Um, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that didn't work out, but, um, and then eventually coach Hibbs and coach Hibbs flew up to Philadelphia, um, to meet with me and my parents in a hotel. So that was, that was pretty big for us. Um, I think that's where he offered me. Um, and then I came down and, and rode around with Bo Rob again <clears throat> on campus. Um, so mainly those two. And at that point, um, it was a little bit of Brandon Hall because he was here previously, and then mm-hmm. I had Coach Doty for the first year. Um, so it was a little bit of everybody, basically. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I think we saw Brandon at a game, was it last year? And we, yeah. And we asked him who was who, who was the last guy on the field that he recruited. I think you were mm, – Yeah. Were, yeah. I would assume me or, me or Colby maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, Brandon was here doing some work for for PR in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it, it might have been the might have been the Wilmington series when Brandon was here. Honestly, I think at the end you know, of last year, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, so you you the the area sort of sells itself to mm-hmm. you and the campus and everything else and and what we have to offer here. Um, you know, you mentioned you said what what you consider South, mm-hmm. right? So wh- where does from someone from Pennsylvania, where does the South begin? <laughs> well, I guess it's Mason-Dixon line, but for me, I wouldn't consider Maryland South. I'd right. say Virginia. Virginia, right. I think. I'm actually Is that the right answer? Well, it <laughs> depends. I'm, I'm actually reading a, a, a book right now. It's about college sports and, and, and a, a number of things anyway. But there's this debate going on. We're talking about where does the South begin? And if you, you ask the people in Alabama, we're, this is not the South. Right. <laughs> right? This, this, right. Is, this is not yeah. the South if yeah. you're in Alabama. But what do they know? They put, like, you know, mayonnaise-based <laughs> sauce on their barbecue. So they don't, they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. So you get you get here to campus, um, and and I mean you've you've come a long way as a as a pitcher. Now um, you, you've talked in the past about the the uh, the, the different um, uh, the the adversity that you've overcome while you were here, um, both on the diamond and off. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody mi- if you missed if you missed Matt's speech at the at the uh, the uh, the first pitch dinner back in February. Then you just missed it. I there there needs to be there were cameras there. There needs to be video. That's of that. okay. We, we, That's, no, I mean it, it, <laughs> that was good, man. It was, uh, Matt. I mean, yeah. I, I get what you're saying, man. But 
this needs to be shown to shown to recruits and stuff. I mean, it was it was fantastic. I mean, it was. Thank you, thank you, man. Matt did did a heck of a job. I remember walking up to you uh, beforehand and said, "So you you have some comments? You got comments ready?" And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, I got I got a, a few things." And yeah. then Matt goes on and just just wrecks the room. Yeah, just kills it. And 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 then I had to I had to talk right after you, and I haven't really forgiven you for that yet because because <laughs> I had to had to come behind you. Yeah, but nobody yeah. remembers what you said, Nick. After yeah. that, well, no one should ever remember what I say, <laughs> frankly. But you just did. I mean, that is uh, in a in a in a career full of moments. Okay, um, the the job you did at the first pitch dinner is is one of those. I mean that I'll, I'll always remember that. I mean that. I mean that's that's your thing, man. You crush that. Thank you. Thank um, you. Do do you ever want to do that again? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> maybe in a you know a little more lighthearted. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to be rough. I I actually wrote it that morning. Uh, kind of wrote stuff out, and I, I was getting a little bit emotional as I was just writing it. Yeah. So I knew you know this is probably going to be a little bit. This is probably going to be a little rough. <laughs> but you know, got through it. So. You did great. Yeah. It was it was emotional, and I think everyone was very proud to call you a Forty Nine er that mm-hmm. night. It was it was um, it was a great moment. Like like Nick said, something I'll never forget. So yeah. it was. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk a let's talk a little bit of let's talk a, bit, a little bit about your approach to baseball. Okay, we I, I told you we promised Kevin. See, I'm bringing baseball into the equation here. Go ahead. Okay, I turn over a new leaf. It's always you bring this back to baseball. So your your career, I mean, you've been a starter much of your career. Mm-hmm. You've yeah, I know you're a team guy. You're you're willing to do whatever it takes and play whatever role you need to. But but you've you've made a ton of starts here in your in your college career. Um, let's, let's kind of walk us through, you know, the, the day of when mm-hmm. you know you're starting that day. You know you're getting the ball, and I don't care if it's you've been a you've 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 started. Heck, you've probably started Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, and. Tuesday, Wednesday night. So, yeah. what, no matter what day of the week it is, you know right. you're getting the ball. Right. What's what's your daily routine like? What's what's that like? Waking up in the morning, going, okay, I'm I'm going to be on the bump tonight. Right. It's kind of funny you ask because recently, the past two especially, I've kind of re- not necessarily reshaped it, but just kind of rethought some of the stuff that I do, and it's changed over the years as well. Um, but recently, you know, I like to keep my heart rate down all day. You know, what even when I get to the field. Um, just try to stay really relaxed. I don't really talk to people all that much. Mm. And I've, I've recently heard an interview with Jake Arietta, and he talked. He's just said like, you know, he's a nice guy, but on when his when it's his day to throw, he's not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not necessarily how I am, but I just like to, you know, lock in in that way. Mm-hmm. I kind of you know stay stay away from everybody else. Um, um, but morning of is is kind of similar. Um, you know, breakfast stuff like that. Um, the last few times, last Tuesday, um, Colby will like this, but Colby's gotten me into a little bit of trading card stuff. Um, so I've kind of been going and, like, go to a card shop, get a pack of cards and open those, and it kind of gets my mind off of other stuff. Um, so I've done that the past two times. Um, oh, hang on It's kind of interesting. But. <laughs> so that's that's a part of your game day thing is you go by. The past two times at least. I did it last Tuesday, so I had to do it. Tuesday. Um, well, but. you just need to keep right on doing that. Then. <laughs> it just gets it kind of gets my mind off of stuff. Um, kind of do that up until I have to leave for the field, and then by that point, it's time to 
kind of lock in a little bit. I'm, I'm, you know what? We're going to start doing that too, Kim. (laughs) Right? I mean, the more the merrier. So, where do you, where do you go get your cards? Um, I'm kind of new to it. Colby's taught me a lot because he's pretty big on this. Really? Um, Yeah. So we need a whole like trading card episode (laughs) with Colby Bruce. I can see that happening. So uh, you can get some smaller boxes from like Target and Walmart and stuff like yeah. that. So I've started with those. And then I went to a card shop yesterday just to mess around. I was kind of overwhelmed, um, but found something there, opened it, and just see what you get. It's kind of fun. I feel the um, same way. I'm kind of overwhelmed now with all the stuff now, <laughs> but I used to be all over it. So Yeah. And there's a lot going on. It's come back. It's come mm-hmm. back. So the, um, I've gotten back into it. Mm-hmm. I think COVID pushed a lot of people to go up in their attic and find all their old cards. Yeah. And, yeah, and, for uh, sure. There's a lot of, a lot of um, a lot of activity going. On. I mean, the market's going up now with uh, baseball cards. It's or, amazing the market. Yeah, the market. You said trading cards. Yeah, but whatever you. Yeah, yeah. whatever you call it. Yeah, <laughs> baseball and basketball. Too. Baseball and basketball. Yeah. You're doing basketball. Yeah. Okay. So well, it's my, fun. My kids are into Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we went to a. Does that count? It does right, yeah. because they're super expensive. Like yes. some of these cards are ridiculous. Okay, you haven't you haven't <laughs> bought any Pokemon cards. I have not gotten there yet. Okay, don't do that. <laughs> so these, don't do that. There's recently these baseball card show or these trading card shows mm-hmm. now. They have like half of it's Pokemon, half of it's baseball, basketball, yeah. football stuff. So. They have everything now. Yeah. Like Harry Potter trading cards. It's it's kind of crazy. But anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I'm the one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm loving this. So wait a minute. We, we, I'm, we're not done with this. So you're buying basketball cards. Mm-hmm. And you're, you found a card shop yesterday. Where did you go? Uh, it's in Kannapolis because I, I live in Concord. Yeah. Um, it's called Scott's Collectibles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I've been there before, yeah. Well, I have a lot of different stuff. Where, I, okay, so I, we'll talk off here. You can tell me where this is. Cause, I'll, I'll tell you what. Where, you've been there? Yeah. I, that, it, it's near that's us? where I get the kids' Pokemon stuff. <laughs> they have a lot of stuff there. Yeah, they have all kinds of yeah. sports collectibles. Okay. In general. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm in K-Town, so I need to know about this. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, it's near the Home Depot over there. I don't know if you know where that is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now we're plugging Scott's Collectibles well, here. I smell sponsorship. 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 Yeah. Uh, there you go. We're we're plugging Scott's Collectibles. Yeah. So so you go over there, and uh, I know that area. So you go over there, and you, you get a pack of basketball cards, mm-hmm. and and just see what's in it. And yeah, I mean, like, is depending on what's in the pack that day, does that mean like is that is that a sign? Is that or you're just it's just something to do? Just something to do, really, just to get my mind off it, because I'm. As much as I don't like to overthink, a lot of times on my game days, I you know I think about it a lot. Yeah, it's just how it is. But those kind of help me, you know, get my mind off it a little bit. Um, Takes your mind off the preparation. Yeah. I mean, you're right. You're always I get prep, right. I honestly get like not stressed out, but I think about it up until I start my stretch, mm-hmm. like for getting prepared to get in the bullpen, and then I'm fine. But everything before that, I'm you know anxious is what I what I'll call it. You know, ex- excited. Um, so if I can find stuff to do before, you know, that happens, then it's, you know, I get right into it and I'm good to go. So that's what I've been doing lately, but man, that's all, that was like a, yeah. that's a, where do you, where else do you go to get that content that, that <laughs> hey, our goal is to give them stuff they can't find in the box score. <laughs> that's right. That is definitely not in the box score anywhere. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll, oh, okay. We got a question coming in. So we, 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 Feet Davis, our boy Feet, Tops, Fleer, Skyblocks, what are you buying? So do you have a brand 
We're, so we're, we've already plugged a card shop for free. Let's 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 plug a brand. So have, have you have you yeah. zeroed in on something? Well, like I said, I don't know much about it. I'm still learning. Yeah. Um, but tops. I've done a little bit of baseball, just the normal stuff that you can buy at the store. Um, and then basketball is like panini, which they do a bunch of different sets of stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's about all I can tell you. <laughs> okay, so here's what's going to happen to you, and, and we're going to get off the card thing, but but here's what's going to happen to you is you're going to keep these things, and they're going to wind up in your garage, and you're going to be like, you know, 40-something years old, and your wife's going to be like, what are you doing with these? <laughs> and you're like... Probably, yeah. You can say, I'll, I'll open this pack yeah. before I threw a one-hitter on uh, yeah, right. back in the day. That's right. That's right. Maybe. So you got to keep that. You got to keep those packs together. So, yeah. okay, there you go, Feet. There, there's the answer to that. Oh, we're finding out more information here. Uh, Feet has major items in the vault from the 80s. So apparently when it comes to collectibles, steady listener Feet <laughs> Davis has immense card collectibles. Cool. So who, who knew we were going to run into that? Okay. So <laughs> after you get done at the card shop, you're, you're, you're grabbing some lunch, you're, you're, you're head to the ballpark. Six o'clock start, what time are you rolling in? Um, I'll just – you know, talk about the past two times mm-hmm. um, because I don't really remember before that. It's, it's all similar. Sure. But um, I think we do three. Yesterday we did a 310 scout meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to the field around like 215, 230 with my Smoothie King. Had some of that before. Oh, that, yeah, Dude, we are plugging everything. Smoothie King, <laughs> that's the deal? Awesome. Yeah. So I went there um, and then got here about 215, go to scout at 310. Then usually sit in the dugout, watch our batting practice. It's usually a pretty good show. Um, so I watch a little bit of that, go back to the locker room for a little bit, um, maybe get a snack. And then once I come back out, that's usually when I start a lot of my stuff, um, usually about an hour before the game. Um, I'm a pretty schedule-oriented guy. That's why I like to start, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I set my schedule. So yesterday started throwing in the outfield at 35, so 535. Um and then basically, you know, work backwards from there. So start around, you know, 455, all that stuff, and just kind of work my way to that 535. Um, you you have it. a special thing you get at Smoothie King or just whatever's on your mind? Just I usually get the – People want to know this stuff, man. <laughs> I usually get the Chocolate Hulk, which is a pretty good one. Yesterday I got the, the Peanut Power Plus, which is pretty good. So – Okay. Oh, producer Brad, that's that's, that's your deal. <laughs> that's your jam, producer Brad. It's PB and J in a smoothie. Yeah, that's it's good. so good. Okay, you can, you can add stuff too. I added like a little energy booster. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so next Matt, <laughs> the next Matt Brooks start. I'm buying some cards. You in on this, Kevin? Get some cards. <laughs> we're, we're gonna get some cards. Game. We're gonna get a smoothie. We're gonna see if it works for us too. Why not? I mean, yeah. it works for Matt. I mean, it, it could work yeah, for us. Yeah. All right. <sighs> All right, so we've kind of danced all around it. You, you you've talked about the last two starts, which you know you, you you're you're way too modest to to mention this, but we're talking about one run, one earned run over the last thirteen innings, last two weeks. This we were we were all set to talk to you about this last week before everything went down. So let, let's just let's just break down this this one hitter, okay? Because we were talking to talking to Woody beforehand. He's he went in for. He couldn't remember if it was two or three hits that that his lowest number. What are you claiming two? 
he's he's going three. Okay, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna back it up to three. Um, so none of us, and I don't know if anybody listening out there has um, has ever thrown a one hitter, but no one here has. Um, so walk us walk us through that. What's what's going on? You're out there, and, you know, first inning. You're feeling good. You bought your card. You had your PB and J smoothie, <laughs> and um, you know, let, let's let's talk psychology, man. Let's talk how this just you know walk through the game. Let's yeah. I don't really know where to start necessarily. First inning. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll start with this. I think first five batters grounded out. First yeah. Five. I can start with that too because that's kind of what I, I, I've been thinking about this. You know, I thought about it that night and, you know, I try to get away from stuff as soon as I can because it's, mm-hmm. you know, short memory type yeah. thing, you know, positive or negative. Um, but when I'm, I feel like when I'm going well, I get a lot of ground balls um, and that's kind of what happened and a lot of fly balls too. Um, I mean, I only had, I think, three strikeouts. Um, so that, you know, was a testament to, you know, where we were set up in the infield because we had a lot of ground balls. Um, and it's easy to pitch to our defense as well. Um, I think you threw like 10 pitches in the first inning or something like that. It was, yeah, I honestly, I don't not remember. Not even less. I really don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Thing. And that's, yeah. that's another thing as well. It's just, you almost kind of black out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, especially when you get rolling. So. I was running late. I had to go home and do some stuff at home first, and I was listening to it on the radio. And I texted Nick. I said, I'm going to hurry up and get to the Hayes before Matt finishes the game <laughs> because it was only a second inning because it was only – yeah. It, it only lasted, like, what, 10 minutes? Yeah, I mean, it was, you know – I don't know. that You guys were using the attack clock. Mm-hmm. We talked about the eight yeah. minutes. Heck, you probably used four minutes of the eight on multiple innings mm-hmm. in there because you guys were getting off the field so fast. Uh, they were, they were going after they were, you know, Winthrop was going after some, some, you know, they were, they were going early in the count. They were swinging at stuff and you were getting them to get them mm-hmm. to chase stuff, getting them to ground out, getting a lot of fly outs. Yeah. Um, before we, before we, 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 we get a little deeper in the game. I feel like it's an important thing to note here that I feel like the, the it was really up to you to set a tone there. Um, Playing Winthrop for the second week in a row, down there things didn't go the way we wanted them to, and then you came, you you know, you're out there on the bump, and it's like, okay, we this is this is kind of a turning point type of game, right? And you know they had to be coming in confident. I mean, they 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 won the game, but just you know a week before, so why wouldn't they be confident? Um, so it was really up to you to go out there and set the tone early, mm-hmm. and and then you you respond that way. I mean that that just and you could see, um, I thought just as as the night wore on, their dugout looked really deflated. I mean I, I mean I don't know if you're, you're probably not I paying. Can, any, yeah, are I you can, are you paying attention to that? I can tell. No, I can tell for sure. Yeah, because they were they were talking early on, and that's the thing as you can yeah. tell, and it's a good feeling. I mean, yeah, it's a good feeling when they get like that. So, so but yes, you're right. The talking slowed down quite a bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or maybe I just blacked out a little bit more as the innings <laughs> went on. Um, maybe a little bit of both, but yeah. So okay, I thought I'm gonna, I'm going to share my experience with you. Then you tell me what you're thinking. The three innings happened really fast. Mm-hmm. The first time I really thought about the zero on the board was about the fifth inning. That that's when I started thinking, wow, that this is this is getting you know. I mean, three innings is like okay, yeah, that's I mean it's great, but when you get when we got to the fifth. It was like, oh man, this is starting to, this is starting to add up. How, where are you in the game when that's you start really thinking about it? I think that's pretty close, fifth or sixth. 
Fifth or sixth. Because you do the lineup, getting through the lineup twice. Right. That getting through that third time, getting to the third time, you're probably thinking about it a little bit. Right. Now, and then once you realize your pitch count is low enough at that point where you can continue going, yeah, you kind of realize like, well, yeah. So that's that's probably fifth or sixth. Because it at after five you were, I mean, you were still probably at like sixty five pitches or something like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was it was really manageable. Mm -hmm. Um, We. we started doing our thing, and the the thing that fans do, where we start talking about it mm-hmm. without talking about it. Right. Where the glances were exchanged, and the and the this <laughs> and the that, and the yeah, Matt's Matt's. We were running out of ways to tweet about it because you know we're not saying it right. Mm-hmm. What is it we say, Kevin? We're not superstitious. Just a, a little, little stitious. Just a little stitious. <laughs> uh, you know. Matt Brooks retires them in order again. Mm-hmm. Once again, Brooks sits them down. One, two, three. We were running out of ways to to, to dance around yeah. it. Seventh inning. Seventh innings when I kind of started freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell he was getting he was getting really nervous. I, I, you look very you you talk about low heart rate and and, and, and you know see, I'm glad but, it looked that way. Well, yeah. it, it did look that way. Mine yeah. wasn't. <laughs> and then what did now? Bless her. But what what did what did I said after seven? I was like, I looked at you and said, I'm getting really kind of starting to freak out about this. And my wife, bless her, says, Why we're winning? We're winning ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think Brad told her. Producer oh. Brad, what what? I think you. Oh, she said why, and I said I can't tell you. <laughs> oh, I said no. I can't tell you. <laughs> Yeah, going, you're betting on the game or something. <laughs> going into the ninth, I think is is when she, and as I pointed out to her, I was like, "Yeah, you know, we're we're sitting on history right here." <laughs> yeah. So okay. Yeah. Uh, what, what thought process? Last few innings. I mean, you're, yeah. you're really starting. How, how's, how's the dugout? How's the dugout? Yeah. How are they treating you it's down there? Tense. I don't know. They they definitely stay away from me a little bit, which is kind of how it is in the. Like early parts of the game as well, you mm-hmm. kind of stay away from the starting pitcher, um, but they were definitely staying away from me a little bit. Um, definitely like that tension that I'm sure everybody felt. I felt it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, once I got the, you know, once I went out for the ninth, that's kind of when it really, you know, I was thinking about it for sure. And then especially when I got two outs, and even when I got two outs, I kind of like I got a little bit emotional once I got two outs, and that's probably why I left a cutter down the middle. Um, so it's a little frustrating, but, um, but yeah, that's when I really started, you know, like thinking about it was with two outs. So, yeah. And, and I was certain at two outs, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to happen. And poor Jake, Jake did everything he could to get that ball yeah. we talked to him afterwards and he was like i talked to him too oh my gosh <laughs> he was just like i should have got it i should have yeah. got it and yeah. I was like, man come on yeah. i told him okay i it's hard from our perspective i'm like if you had gotten that ball you'd have probably gone head first in the wall and still be laying out there yeah <laughs> but i mean he did come back and record third out yeah he did it was a good play. Yeah, yeah, tough play. He he came back yeah. and he, he laid out for the for the, 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 the third out. Kept the shutout. Yeah, preserved the shutout. Yeah. yeah. 
I eased his mind. I eased his mind a little bit too. He gave me a hug afterwards. I said, "Man, it's fine. It's good. I shouldn't have hung a cutter." You know, <laughs> you know. So it was. It was that. Seriously, I don't. I'm, Kevin and I were, were were talking about this. I mean, we've seen some great starts here. You know, over the over the the years. Um, but that's that's one that's up there. I mean, that's well. Kind of like we'll always remember where we were when Matt Brooks uh, took to the stage. Yeah. <laughs> the first pitch yeah. dinner. We're gonna remember that one too. It was a yeah. fun night. It was a fun night. It was it was one one batter short, but man, it was it was yeah. memorable and yeah. Like I said, it was it's, fun. It's gonna go down in the history books for sure. Yeah. At least with us and um Yeah. Certainly with others. I think another crazy thing too to to talk about is that like me and Caden, like the connection mm-hmm. between me and Caden. Like I thought about this too a few days after is that I think I shook him off one time, which is kind of crazy to think about a little bit. But like there was one pitch that I didn't, you know, I didn't agree with him on. So I think that's a big part of it too. Um, so that's something I thought about a lot too. But, right. You know, called it. He called a great game. Yeah, yeah. It's a big part of it. So how how often in other starts? How often were, would would you say you shake off? Um, not all that much. You know, not I, I'm not a I'm not necessarily a pitcher that says like I need to throw this pitch right now and I'm gonna shake to it. You know, I feel like I'm I, I try to be someone that can throw any pitch in any count. Um, so usually when he puts it down, like I'm pretty confident in him. Like he has a trust in me um, and knows what's best. You know, he can see the hitter pretty well too. Um, so I usually take his word for it. Really, I really don't really don't shake all that often. Um, and that's how it definitely went on Tuesday and, and even yesterday. I really don't don't shake too often. And it takes a special catcher to be able to do that too. Yeah, so I mean, he's this is first year here, and you guys mm-hmm. just met yeah. him maybe a few months back, and mm-hmm. uh, to build that relationship in such a short time is is uh, pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So from from our perspective uh, in the in the stands, it's um, we're we're kind of off to the side anyway, and 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 with the haze, you're you're kind of sitting up so pitch recognition is not always the greatest from 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 where we sit especially off to the side but you know you you've put out video and and we've discussed it on here your work with the knuckleball Mm -hmm. so in in how how often is that getting mixed in would you say these days not as often lately um worked on a little bit at the beginning of the year but then we kind of agreed like you know the big part of it was the you know, the issue that's going on with my elbow currently mm-hmm. was was the main reason why I started doing that. Yeah. Um, and I knew I could. I've done it previously. I did it in high school, so I knew I could. Um, and we kind of kind of figured that the elbow would break down a little bit quicker than it than it has. Mm. Um, and we, we kind of realized throughout the fall that, you know, I've, I've recovered well um, and it's been going well, so why not go back to, you know, like what we saw last year, like some of that some of that stuff we saw last year, mm-hmm. you know, fastball cutter, um, curveball that's getting better, change up, just kind of not having a scouting report for for guys, but just throwing like almost every pitch is in any count. Um, so that's been more of what I've been doing is, you know, four seam, two seam, change up, cutter, curveball, um, as of right now. So okay, yeah, yeah. Now, and I don't hold this don't hold this against me. We, we we did this. This was last night's conversation, but uh, another fantastic outing last night. Uh, Thank you, you. You really really did the job. Um, 
but you gave up a hit first batter. And a little part of me said, <laughs> well, at least I can go to the bathroom tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. last week we were not moving. Right. Yeah. We, we were sixth inning on. I had to use the bathroom. I couldn't. <laughs> I, you didn't hear you didn't hear this last week. We discussed it on the show. I, Kevin at one point said, "I really got to go," and I'm like, "Dude, you are not leaving that spot. If you, you just do what you got to do, but you are not leaving that spot." And so, you know, last night, you know, it's like, okay, we'll we'll take we'll take four innings of of one hit, you know, of one run ball, and it's like, you know, that was, you know, we went to the concession stand and you know, whatever it was, it was. It was more relaxed. Yeah. It's <laughs> so, funny you say that because when I gave up the first hit, I thought the same thing. Actually, like, okay, it's, it's kind of out of the way. Like, yeah, <laughs> let's go pitch a little bit now. Yeah, you know, so I, I to... thought about it too. Actually, it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, it was like, well, okay, well, at least, yeah, at least we can can you know use the bathroom if we need yeah. to now. Take, you know, okay. it's like twenty six guys to get the first hit. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. All right. So. We're gonna we're gonna wrap wrap you up here, Matt. But we, we before we get you out of here, we always do uh, always do some kind of standard questions with you guys. So um, you mentioned uh, we, we always ask walk up song. Well, you're not walk up. Your warm up song and why you picked it. Mm-hmm. So what what do you what do you got for us? Yeah, so it's a, a song called Fair Trade by Drake. Um, I was telling you guys before. Usually, I just pick something that I like the sound of. I really don't hear what it says. Yeah. Um, especially once I get on the rubber for my warm up pitches, I really don't. I really don't hear much. It's um, more for the fans, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do Do you know what it says? Uh, kinda. Do Do has your Have your parents weighed in? <laughs> parents have a lot to say about warm up slash walk up music. They haven't said anything negative, so I think okay. that's a good thing. Yeah. Okay, because because yeah. we we haven't had this is not anybody we've had on yet, but we are aware, aware of at least a couple of players whose whose moms don't like their walk up songs, <laughs> and and when those when we get those people on, we're we're gonna we're gonna have to delve into that. So I think mine's cleared. I think so. Okay, so I think we're good. good. All right. <laughs> well, Matt, you've you've been here a long time, and you're one of the players that we've had on the show that. Most of the players we had are fairly new to the program. Um, I wanted to ask you, over your time here so far, um, you have a, a, a favorite 49er memory uh, that you can share with share with us. Uh, I know I'm putting you on the spot here a little bit, but there's uh, a lot. For I know sure. there's a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I've got a, a quite a few. I mean, last year the Old Dominion game, last year the Maryland game uh, stick mm-hmm. out right away. Um, the, your freshman year, 2017, the, the mm-hmm. conference tournament game. Um, but I was just curious if anything, it might be something off the field, something on the field. Yeah. yeah. As much as I remember those, you know, obviously I remember all those really well. And the other ones I, you know, don't remember as much, but those ones are pretty memorable. Um, but it is most a lot of, like, off the field type stuff, um, just hanging out with the guys, um, like having them beside you every day, locker room type stuff, um, or bus trips. Just little stuff like that. Nothing even specific, um, but just um, you know, we're around each other for hours every day, which is which is pretty different for um, for most people. So just you know, those connections and the guys that I've I've, I've played with a lot of different guys <laughs> yeah. over my six years, and obviously a lot that I still talk to and 
a lot of my best friends um, are from the Charlotte area, um, along with people from home. But most of the people that I've played with and, you know, the multitude of guys that I've played with are, you know, guys that are be best friends for, for life. Um, mm-hmm. So that's probably more what I'll take away, um, especially is the off-the-field stuff. And I think most of us would say that too. Right. Um, bus trips, locker room, team dinners, you know, stuff like that. Um, is the is the pretty easy answer, but you know that's, that's maybe not answer. the bus trip back from FIU last year. <laughs> no, that was fun. Because that was we, good. Yeah, well, bombing, I mean, it's bombing. it's fun when you win. Um, so winning is fun. That's yeah, true. I can yeah. I can confirm that. Yeah. yeah. And one other thing I wanted to ask you about because um, it was pretty special when it happened last year. Um, you missed most of 2019, most in all of 2020. Last year, you made your first appearance in nearly two years. Um, versus Moorhead State. What was that like coming back to the mound at the Hayes after missing so much time and battling back? Um, yeah. Uh, emotional, for sure. That's kind of the <laughs> the main theme of that. Yeah. Um, I don't – I actually don't really remember that one all that much. I remember it went well. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but emotional and, you know, there was a lot of hard work that was put into getting back to that point. I knew it would come at some point, but – for a while, I didn't know when, um, and there was a lot of people around me that you know helped me get to that point. And it was, you know, some people that are here now that you know if if they weren't here, I probably wouldn't have made that appearance um, because there were some struggles that you know almost made me stop for sure. Mm. Um, so that was that was pretty special to get there. Yeah, yeah. so another one of those special moments we'll remember. But um, I just wanted to ask you about it because yeah, yeah, it did. Uh, Definitely, uh, you know, you've been here a long time, like I said, and yeah, there's a lot. There's there's too many, too many to go through right now. Just yeah, going off kind of off the top yeah. of my head, and I had a couple, couple marked here, but yeah, yeah, that was a that was a fun one. <laughs> now, with with the uh, with the time you've you've been on campus, you've been able to uh, to collect to earn uh, two undergraduate degrees I believe mm-hmm. and are working on you're in grad school now yeah, yeah. Um, tell tell folks what you've been able to do in the classroom while while you were here yeah so I started out in the business school and mm-hmm. then I got to accounting and I didn't think I should be in the business school anymore I passed it <laughs> but I knew it wasn't wasn't really for me yeah. um, so I switched to earth and environmental science and got that degree um, and then geography as well um, for that fifth year and then, you know, the sixth year, I, I realized I had to, you know, do something else. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in a, a graduate program, a graduate certificate of workplace competencies, um, workplace communications, stuff like that. So, And then, and, and this is, we, we love, love when we get to share news like this, uh, you, you, have, uh, you have some employment. Mm-hmm. Lined up yeah. for for good after feeling. the season. Yeah. So what, what what's going yeah. on on the employment front? Yeah, um, so I accepted a job um, at Carmel Country Club as an assistant golf course superintendent. Um, kind of runs in the family a little bit. That's what my dad does. Mm-hmm. Um, I've kind of done that all my life. So that's what that's what I'll be doing once I'm done. Pretty excited about it. So yeah, it's nice to have that comfort of you know knowing what you're going to do once this is over. So yeah, because you can just go with it now. Yeah. That's what it's all about, right? Is yeah. I mean, this is this is we we call you guys, you know, student athletes, and we're a little biased here. I always say, it's, it, all these guys working hard in the classroom, but when when you're talking about um, with with baseball players, I mean, this this is you guys you guys do a you know you're grinding in the classroom, 
And uh, for one thing, I mean, and this is a whole other issue, but with the just the NCAA, the 11.7 scholarships, you guys are really student athletes as far as, um, you know, you're, you're paying to be here. Uh, and to see a guy like you come in and take advantage of his educational opportunities and, uh, and walk out of here not only educated but employed on top of everything else you've accomplished, <laughs> like we've been talking about, I mean, yeah. that's just fantastic, man. Yeah. Congratulations, man. Thank you. That's, yeah. that's fantastic. All right, Nat, we're going to let you get back to it, man. You've probably got some smoothies to drink or maybe you're headed to the card shop or something. But and Chipotle tonight. Chipotle. Uh, man, we're – yeah, so <laughs> we're – We're going to – Chipotle. So yeah. we're going to let you go, Matt. We appreciate it so yeah. much, man. We're going to – uh, we're going to pause here for, for station identification and get Coach Woody in here. <laughs> Apparently, this commercial break has been brought to you by, what do we got, Scott's Scott's Car Collectibles. Job. Scott's Collectibles. <laughs> Smoothie King. Smoothie King. Chipotle. Chipotle. Tops. <laughs> Tops. So, and Panini. And Panini. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, to, thanks to, to, to all those people making Matt Brooks starts possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Much appreciated. Thank you guys as well. All right. Thank, thank you, you, Matt. All right. Hang tight, folks. We'll, uh, we'll be right back with you. Uh, We're going to reset and get Coach Woody in here. We are back. Uh, if I heard that correctly, it sounded like producer Brad has gotten us, you guys some elevator music to listen to. Is that was that elevator music, Brad? Uh, that'd be the funkiest elevator music I've ever heard. But well, sure, I, I couldn't hear it all the way. Well, it just depends on where you're riding the elevator it's, at, man. It's I mean, uh, you know, it's the the podcast. Uh, what is this thing? This playlist called. The podcast electronica that's what it's called okay so perfect coming to an elevator near you maybe if you know i don't know this is where you ride the elevator so that was awesome appreciate matt coming in 41 is always fun to talk to um what a success story um every in every way you measure it now we got coach woody in here before we get before we get into talking some uh talking some baseball woody uh Tell everybody what you just you you had you just shared a few things with with Matt you had dug out of the file. What what did you have? Yeah, so uh, my mom my mom was a big scrapbooker and and she kept everything. So like I have I have big binders of all this stuff and I have like uh, plastic containers of of a bunch of stuff that uh, um, that she kept over the years, you know. And so as I'm sure uh, many of our players' moms do with their stuff, you know, they just Eventually, they kind of give it to you and pass it down, and, um, you know, my mom did that anyway, so I was running through it, and, um, you know, I've got a whole box of recruiting letters from from actually schools I didn't attend, um, so I kind of have a box of, of, of all the, the letters from North Carolina, and then I have a box of letters from all the schools that I didn't attend, and, um, you know, it just brought back a lot of really good memories, honestly, because I remember it's like we, it's weird. It's like you open up all those letters, and I still 
mean, they're all from 20 years ago. They're all dated from 2001, 2002. Mm -hmm. And I just, I mean, I remember going to the mailbox and being excited to see what school logo would be in the mail that day. If there was one, um, didn't matter the logo. I was always thankful that anybody wanted me to come play baseball and attend their school. And, um, yeah, I have, I have about four or five here from Charlotte and it's pretty cool. It's, I've got a few from typed up from coach Hibbs with his signature. I've got a handwritten note from Brandon Hall, former pitching coach here for a long time. And, uh, I've got an email from coach Greg Brummett, who, uh, was trying to coordinate a junior day visit for my dad and I to come, my parents and I to come, um, attend, but I was taking the SAT that day, which I certainly remember that day. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I was, you know, they wanted me to come visit right after the SAT was over and attend a basketball game and I wasn't able to. Um, so it was just really neat kind of looking through those and, and, um, you know, it's, it's a little surreal, honestly, looking at the, the letterhead and it's the same address here. And there's the, the campus map with Wells Fargo field house and the state and the, the field. And yeah, it's pretty cool. And then, of course, Kevin and I uh, ripped into Woody for for not attending here and not responding positively <laughs> to the letters. But you know, we didn't want to air that. But yeah. we, you're here now. That's right. When both your parents go to a school, that's a, that's that's a. Num- <laughs> I mean, that that's a lot to overcome for other schools. So <laughs> yeah, you, know, you can blame my parents. Don't blame. Yeah, you can blame them. Well, also, Matt put a dagger into. He said we don't we don't do letters anymore. They just do emails. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I brought them all in because, you know, I mean, Toby loves everything. You know, Coach Big loves everything recruiting. So it was cool because, you know, there's a bunch of coaches' names, whether it's Bush Thompson, now the head coach at, at, at Auburn, or Tim Corbin. I've got a letter from Tim Corbin when he was an assistant at Clemson and a head coach at Vanderbilt. <laughs> um, you know, and they've just, there's some, there's a lot of letters in there that just, there's a lot of great ideas for us to kind of um, get back to some, you know, add or add some more traditional roots of, of recruiting that, you know, I think, like I said, I still remember being that kid going to the mailbox and being excited about a letter. So there's something to it. So we stuff we talk about as a staff that maybe we can, you know, do even better. Good deal. I'm going to take you up on that offer, Woody, but we're going to leave your mom out of this. We're just going to blame your dad. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Is that is that okay? That's fair. I mean, yeah. your mom's a really nice lady. She is. We're just just gonna blame your dad. That's fair. So we got it. We 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 accidentally stumbled into a fantastic conversation with Matt buying baseball cards, basketball cards on on start days. So um, we we've heard some from from some folks that have their their card stashes in places. Kevin has them. I have them. Uh, apparently, your boy Feet has some in a vault somewhere. What what have you got? Yeah, I mean, I I've got. I've got shoe boxes and um, there was a, there was a really awesome card shop over in Cotswold back in the day. Uh, it used to be called like all-star, mm-hmm. all-star cards um, or, or collectibles. And it was in Cotswold mall, which is now Cotswold village, I think. And um, yeah, so it was my favorite thing to do with my mom while we were waiting on my brother to finish piano lessons. Mm-hmm. So like my brother would be taking piano lessons and I was bored. So my mom would take me to the card shop and we would just as many cards as I could get. Um, but yeah, we all, my brother and I, we collected cards and um, traded, you know, I think Ken Griffey Jr. And Frank Thomas were my brother's favorite players. So anytime I, anytime I got those, I'll, you know, we always had to trade uh, Dave justice 
Chipper mm-hmm. Jones, Greg Maddox, those were yeah. my three favorite. So, you know, we probably have a bunch of, of all those cards. And then I was always going after a Michael Jordan card. I'm sure there's some Michael Jordan cards that are in there that are probably worth something that I've forgotten about. But, yeah. We got into a Ken Griffey Jr. discussion last night. Uh, there was a, a young man working the concession stand with a Ken Griffey Jr. shirt. Um, where, where he he got it from a site. Where, baseball is baseball another plug for the baseball is. <laughs> we're we're just we're we're plugging everybody. He had a Ken Griffey Jr. shirt and it had a logo on it, kind of a, a, a um, I don't know what you would call that silhouette type silhouette kind of thing that was obviously Jr. And uh, on the back, it said, your favorite player's favorite player. I thought that was cool. That and, it, cool. and it was that that Seattle Mariners teal, cool-looking uh, cool shirt. Yeah. Um, it, was pretty, it was a pretty cool moment when um, – so when I was in the minor leagues with the Padres, the San Diego Padres and Seattle Mariners share spring training complex. Like one side of the complex is Padres, one side's Mar- one side's Mariners. And I was like uh, – saw like – I was riding in one morning with some of my teammates and we saw like one of the nicest white Bentleys we'd ever seen. And, uh, you know, assumed it was a players. We didn't know, you know, thought it might be a current players. And, uh, we get, we get to the complex and pull out and, uh, Griffey got out of the, the Bentley and that was, that was pretty cool. Um, did you meet him? No, 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 no. Just, just kind of like, yep. That's what a hall of famers car looks like. Got it. Yep. <laughs> No, I was telling Kevin, I, said, I was definitely a, a Griffey guy. I had the, the Griffey high top. They were like turf shoes, shoes, right? Mm-hmm. They were tennis shoes. They basically were constructed like a basketball shoe, mm-hmm. but they were his shoe, and they were the, the teal. They were teal and black. I had those shoes. Yeah. Those were those were sweet. I, I never – I have never owned I – know, I know you have. I have never owned a pair of Jordans, but I had those Griffey shoes. Yeah. That was, you know. You got to work on that. I can we get some in niner green? Yeah, yeah. Green patent leather, right? Yeah, I got my, I got, yeah, I got green Jordans. He's got. A, you coach in green Jordans. That's true. I I've, I've noticed that. Yeah. That's that's true. Coach Steve's yeah. got green Jordans. Yeah. Coach Big's got green Jordans. Uh, coach Miney's got white Jordans. Coach Coach Simmons has every color Jordan. Yours are like early Jordans. Though. Yeah, I got. Yeah, the, I, I got the the Jordan ones. ones. Yeah, ones. yeah. yeah. So, occasionally, yeah. occasionally at the plate, some of the umpires will be like, "Aren't those too nice?" To, to wear on the field, I'm like, nope. That's what, the, what you got them for. Nope. Yep. That's what they're for. Okay. So <laughs> we've, uh, we could, we just, we're going to start a whole other podcast talking about cards, I guess, because, and, and apparently we need Kobe Bruce to like co host yeah. that. I would, um, I would, you know, between that and, you know, apparently he's the best stock analyst the best fantasy sport analyst he's he's not he's a knowledgeable one colby bruce yeah colby talks stock he talks investments in the locker room that's yeah yeah and gives tips to the coaching staff you know he's helping what is us he, with, is helping he roger us, dorn helping us him, <laughs> i would lean i would lean on colby bruce and nick turnbull for uh portfolio advice yeah they're, 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 they're gonna they're gonna do great things yeah <laughs> That's fantastic. All right, so <laughs> Kevin, this is about the this is about this is the time this in. is about the time where you say, "Hey, let's t- we've got let's the head coach about, here. Let's talk about baseball." T- <laughs> <laughs> we played a baseball game last night. We did. <laughs> we did play a baseball game last night. Yep. Um, Coastal Carolina, uh, formidable opponent. They uh, called World Series champs uh, twenty sixteen, I believe. They came in here last night. Um, 
had a pretty good team, uh, looked like, and uh, Niners bats were live last night. It was it 11-3 final? Yep. 11-3 final? Yeah, no, I mean, Coach Gilmore and uh, Coach Schnall and, and Beverly and those guys, they, they do a great job. They're at Coastal, they always have, and, uh, you know, I've I've really watched that Coastal Carolina program grow from when I was a player to a young assistant coach to watching them um, open their new facility and win the national championship in 2016 mm. and just really grow over the years. And, uh, you know, it starts with Coach Gilmore and – that staff and uh, yeah, they had a, they have a very good team, very strong team. Um, I was really proud of the way our guys played the game. I thought you know that 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 was um, you know that was a that was a pretty complete all around game, just on all facets. And um, it was really great to see um, some guys continue to stay hot. Some guys looking like they're getting hot, and um, some you know seeing you know, really our, our, our pitchers on the mound. Um, I thought every guy that went in there last night kind of had that look you want to see and um, as you head into, you know, conference weekend series. So it was great. It was a lot of fun, you know, a lot of fun. So um, and th- this is the kind of thing, and I know this is all fluid with, with, this, with scheduling arrangements, but um, Coastal came here. Mm-hmm. Um, we do not have a return engagement set up right now. I, I mean, we're not playing there this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that something we might be returning? Yeah, we'll either we'll – either We'll definitely go there next year. It'll either be, it'll either be just go there next year and they come back the following year, or we'll go there for a home and home next year. Mm-hmm. So because we were we went there in twenty right uh, before we did right. Yep, we did. Yep, we went there. We went there in twenty, and, and amazingly, um, I mean, Coach Gilmore said that this was his first time that he he had ever been here at least since maybe the stadium was built. But hmm. he, I mean, he, he had told me that, and the, and the assistant coach as well, they said they, they had never seen our, our facility and our campus, and they were blown away, which everybody that comes here is. Yeah. And, um, you know, but they were they were extremely impressed with our facility and our campus. And um, so, yeah, like I said, last night was a lot of fun and good ball game. Yeah. Leading into the. Big weekend series at home against uh, UAB. Um, UAB has been pretty hot this season, and we've talked about them before on the show a little bit. Um, as you guys are preparing, anything you guys can share with uh, share with with us today about what we might see from UAB? Yeah, I mean they're just a really well rounded team. Uh, they don't make they don't make a whole lot of mistakes, and they can you know they've they've if you go back and you look at their games, they've won with power, they've won with some speed, they've won on the mound. So. Um, you know, ultimately, it's just going to come down to you know to our uh, us and and playing our game and um, you know and yeah, it should it should be a really good challenge. Coach Dunn, Casey Dunn, is the new head coach there for them, and he was at uh, Samford for a long time and built a really great program there. And and so I you know we all knew right away right when Coach Dunn got to got to UAB that that you know they were going to do great things and they're having a really fine um, first campaign and. Will be a good challenge for us, for sure. It's one another one of those schools that you haven't had a chance to coach against yet. So, kind of wacky. Last year we only, we only played the East Division uh, mostly, and then so you get to see all the conference USA teams this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, and you know, I mean, with with the one thing is though is like every year it's it's kind of a new team, and um, and so I think they they brought in a bunch a bunch of transfers here. Um, 
you know, for their first year as well. So, um, yeah, it'll be good. To, it'll be good to see, um, you know, kind of get a first look at them, I guess, like you said. Yeah. I think you said their leadoff guy last night was somebody that, that we faced last year, right? That was Coastal's, Coastal's leadoff guy. Yeah. yeah. He was he led off for Rhode Island last year. So when we Sorry, played, I, yep. I skipped topics on you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do that. I, something popped in my head. I'm like, we, we've seen, okay. Transfers, yeah. That's what popped in my head when you said transfer. Gotcha. Triggered me. So I'm officially triggered. Sorry about that. Um, So something to, to, to echo something you brought up. Mm-hmm. You talked about guys getting hot. Um, and admittedly, when we're talking to you, we we tend to to talk uh, a little more, excuse a little more towards pitching because yeah. you're a pitching guy. Um, in, in terms of guys getting hot last few weeks, uh, I think about Hale Sims. Yeah. Okay. And this is this is sort of quietly becoming a a, um, a really big story. Mm-hmm. I think as far as as Hale goes and Hale's development. Yep. Um, you think it's fair to say that that to start off with, go back to week one, there was there was a role for Hale, but maybe you really weren't sure exactly what that role was right then. And Hale has progressed to starting on the weekday. Now he's he's essentially, um, I mean, last weekend he forced himself into the, uh, and that might be the right way to put it or not, but forced himself into the the weekend rotation. You sent him out there as an opener, yeah. And Hale basically said, "Hell no, I ain't leaving." Yeah. <laughs> well, he's a big time competitor, you know, and that's what he's a big time competitor, and that's what that's what big time competitors do, frankly. Um, you know, that's one of the things – there's a lot of things we love about Hale as a person and as a pitcher. Um, but his competitiveness and his fire, um, it's real. So, yeah, to your point, I mean, it's – I mean, I knew in the back of my mind, anytime you, you tell a guy that, you know, he's going to be open, he's gonna be an opener and, you know, get us one time through the order and we'll go from there, uh, you know, you know, you know with guys like Hale in the back of your mind, you're like, I might not be going out there the first time <laughs> through the order. I might – which is what you want, you yeah. know. That's what, that's what you want. So, um and to your point, I mean, that's – as a coach, that's what you want. You know, you always want players to play so good that you have to put them in there. And mm-hmm. uh, and Hale's doing that. And he's worked extremely hard. Um, he's one of the best teammates. Uh, he's been – you know, he's a guy that has – you know, he's come to Charlotte and he has worked and worked and worked and gotten opportunities and, you know – some have gone great, and some have been frustrating, and mm-hmm. some have gone great, and some have been frust- some have been frustrating. But he's just stayed the course, and continues to go and work and be a great teammate. And so, you always want guys like Hale to get paid off because you just, you know, it's not a overnight thing. It's mm-hmm. not a, it's not a, um, you know. And when he has success, it's not a fluke. It's 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 from years and years and years of hard work and. You know, for a program, for us, we pride ourselves on on really wanting to be a program uh, on development. And when you have, when you're a program that prides yourself on development, you understand that you don't always that that return isn't always going to occur tonight or tomorrow or mm-hmm. the next day. The return is coming. You don't always know when. And you know, but the thing is, is like the signs are there, and the signs were there for Hale every step of the way it's just a matter of continuing to 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 stay with it and hang in there and keep going and keep getting better cuz he's not done i mean he's not right. he's not 
I mean, he, he's not even close to his ceiling now. He's there's there's things that he's doing now that um, are better than he's done, but there's still things that that he can improve upon. And as he does, it's just he's just going to keep going to new heights. So couldn't be more couldn't be more you know thrilled for him to uh, to be doing what he's doing and. Other guys are seeing it, and it's making other guys, you know, that work that much harder. And guys who have had frustrating moments, they can look at Hale and say, "You know what? Like, if he can do that, I can do it too." And mm-hmm. that's very, I think, that's very important. Yeah, and like I said, Hale a couple weeks ago, he during a pre, um, midweek game, he was, he had, uh, I think, he had a no hitter going through, through five. What was it? Five? Five yeah. two thirds? Mm-hmm. Yeah, five. So he, yeah, he, like I said, he's definitely shown, shown glimpses of. Where he's going, and um, uh, like you said, frustrating moments, but he's kind of whittling down those and, and making those all towards uh, um, shining towards where he's going. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hale's a momentum guy. I feel like when 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 Hale can get out and 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 start well, then that's that's when he's just gonna you you can kind of see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he's one, uh, you know, Matt talked about. Um, Matt's kind of a, a low heart rate, even though he says sometimes he's not. But low heart rate, you can look at Matt. You can look at Matt, and you don't know if he's if he's throwing a no hitter or he's getting roughed up. Honestly, mm-hmm. he he just he just kind of looks the same. Mm-hmm. Hale, though, I feel like Hale. You can watch his confidence grow. It's it's visible. Uh, the the way he his confidence when once he gets going in, in the you know he puts an inning together and then he puts another inning together it's just it's all over his face I think mm-hmm. uh, I mean I'm sure you guys can see that from the dugout as well yeah absolutely yeah I mean it's uh yep and it's and, and confidence comes from two places for the most part I mean it comes from uh, hard work and pre- slash preparation and it comes from success and so it, it's then you combine those all the, those things together. That well, then you got max confidence, and that's that's when players can really take off. And so it's again, it's just the key. The key there is hard work, you know, the, and preparation. And uh, because that's that's where Hale got his confidence from when he had those frustrating moments. Mm-hmm. You know, the, that's what, and, and that is a really big key uh, to guys having. Um, certainly individual success, but having a team of guys with that mindset can lead to collective success as well. So it's just a great example. And, you know, just love giving him the ball right now. Each and every week, he's doing a great job. One of the things I think fans have, have certainly picked up on and noticed um, over the last last few weeks, you guys as a staff have, have not been afraid to, to change up tactics, to change up what you're doing and, and look to do, um, look to go in some new directions and try to sort of just change up your philosophy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and primarily that has shown up, or when we talk to people, they're like, you know, that, that, that you guys are, are going with the opener mm-hmm. more. Now, you've done a little bit. You've done a little bit um, in, in your tenure here. Um but that's definitely something that's become part of your strategy and what you're doing. Um, talk a little bit about the the transition and, and just the way you kind of changed things up there. And uh, whether it's Colby Bruce that started with with Colby the other night, and then you had Hale coming in and, and doing, um, you know, talk about the transition to that to that method a little more. Yeah, I mean, it's just I think 
I guess to really summarize it, I guess would I would say that, you know, look, we've we feel like all of our pitchers are very capable mm-hmm. and it's just a matter of um helping them helping put them in a position to be successful, to put us in a position to win, you know, and so it's like oh, Colby, for example. Mm-hmm. Like if if we all know that Colby Bruce is one of our best pitchers. And and stock pickers and stock pickers, you know. <laughs> so it's that that's that's never going to change. He's one of our best pitchers, and so when you know if there's one or two games where you know he doesn't necessarily have his best games, like we're not we we're going to refuse as a staff to just accept that um, he's not one of our best pitchers. Mm-hmm. We're we're not going to accept that. So we're going to work with him. Um, continue to work with them and, you know, like say, okay, like if, if for, for the last two stretches, not, you know, previous to him being an opener, you know, we brought you in and, you know, didn't go the way you wanted, brought you in, didn't go the way you wanted. Well, let's, let's, let's bring you in and under different circumstances, Mm -hmm. you know, let's, let's, let's bring you, let's bring you in in the first and, you know, you, you don't have to worry about, you know, coming in like somebody, you know, somebody's, um, you don't have to worry about a lot of things. You can just right. come in, hey man, lead us off, give us your best, go at it. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing to lose here. You know, if you give a runner, if you give up a run in the first, you know, we've got nine innings to come back from it. You know, mm-hmm. whereas sometimes, you know, if you give up a run in the ninth, if you give a run in the eighth, if you throw two two innings and give up a run, you know. The first two innings, it can be different than if you throw the eighth and the ninth and give up a run. Sure, you know, so it's just, um, just kind of putting in guys in a position to be successful. But, um, but at the same time, you know, he did that and he did it really well, and that can kind of, le- you know, so that can kind of lead to getting him back into the bullpen. And oh yeah, this is what my good fastball feels like. This is what my good slider feels like. This is what it, and you know, just. But we're not going to accept the fact that. You know, just because he has a bad outing or two that, mm-hmm. or I want you know, frustrating outing or two that, um, yeah, we need to go two or three weeks without him pitching. Like that's not, that's right. not going to help us be successful. We're gonna, we can only be our best when guys like Colby Bruce and others are pitching well and and being themselves. Well, I mean, I think another great example of that is 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 last night, and and you got Colby in, but you also got uh, you got Goose in for mm-hmm. an inning last night. He struck out all three guys. That was um, awesome. You know his his last time out was certainly frustrating for him, but mm-hmm. but uh, little uh, in the stands we caught a little hair of the dog, right? You just gotta get back out there and 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 get back on it. Yep. Again, I mean Spencer's one of our best pitchers, and right. so it's 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 um, it's our job as coaches to uh, you know continue to coach these guys and and help them and put them in positions to be successful and stay with them, and um, you know because. That's just what we do as coaches. Like it's, it, and so, um, yeah, that that fired everybody up seeing Spencer do that last night because, yeah. you know, that is, that is what it look. That's what he looks like, yeah. and when he looks like that, good things happen. And you know, so again, it just spreads. Like it, it started with Brooksy, you know, and then and then, um, you know, we've got. AJ Wilson and Tony Rossi mm-hmm. and Colby and Goose and 
um, you know, just all these guys that are just coming in and getting after it. Um, it just really, you know, it just spreads. You know, they, they everybody always says hitting's contagious. Mm-hmm. I think pitching is contagious too. Well, and 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 great transition there. Speaking of hitting is contagious. I mean, we've we've been looking at it. Um, you know, some guys have been working through some different things, but I don't I don't know that anybody is is any hotter than Jack Dragon right now. Yeah. Um, Jack has been uh, swinging the bat really well. Mm-hmm. He's doing it a number of different ways, mm-hmm. um, and he's always been solid in the field. Yep. I mean, that's 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 what he he, he hangs his hat on. Um, but when you look at Jack right now, I mean, he's he's outpacing his his just his batting average. He's outpacing himself from last year by about a hundred points, I think. Mm-hmm. To look that up, confirm it. But it's about a hundred points. Uh, Jack is swinging. I don't want to say he's swinging a hot bat. He's swinging a saucy bat, Kevin. <laughs> That's good. That's good. You like that? I like it. When you're talking Jack. You got to work saucy. Got to talk saucy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Jack's just a ball player. He's a really good ball player. He's he's a competitor. I think he is. Um, you know, he's a guy that I think is. You know, I think all of our guys, all all of our guys, um, you know, they get recognition and they get mentioned and they get exposure and that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, I, I think Jack is a little bit of a guy that flies under the radar mm-hmm. with, with how how well round, how complete of a player he is and how versatile a player he is. And I mean, he's if you just look at, I mean, you certainly look at his stats, but then you really pay attention to kind of the clutchness and the two out the two out hits, the two strike hits. Mm-hmm. You know, getting a getting a hit off of a guy that has been mowing that we haven't really been able to figure out, and then he kind of throws like the first punch that kind of opens the wound, and then other guys are like, "Oh, we can get to him." Jack's kind of always that guy, and so yeah, he's he's helping us. He's helping us in a lot of ways, and um, love coaching him. I, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, it's it's we we do sort of get. It's easy to talk about so many of these guys, and Jack does kind of fly under the radar, mm-hmm. and and you know that's, um, I mean that's I think part of that's sort of his personality. He's very yeah. laid back, and and, yeah. and and but you know part of it's we need to do a better job talking about somebody that's doing a great job because yeah. I mean <laughs> he's he is he's done a fantastic job. Is he still the leader in ERA on the team? Uh, yes, yes, he is. <laughs> Jack Dragon is also the e- team ER ERA leader. Yeah. Um, uh, followed. What, somebody else have a? Somebody else might have a zero two. Michaelson still has a zero. Yeah, Evan does. Evan yeah, still sure has does. a zero. Then after that, it's Matt Brooks, which I think Matt's somewhere around two and a third, mm-hmm. something like that. Yep. Um. So yeah, it's it's fantastic. Um. And you know, uh, another thing from last night. Um, you know, one, uh, Austin Knight, uh, got a little work done with the bat and he's been, he's been, uh, trying to break out and it was good to see him, uh, you know, sort of like a basketball player needing to see the, see the ball go, go through the hoop. Yep. Jack needed to see a ball or, uh, sorry, Austin needed to see a ball land on some grass. Right. Yep. And, and that happened. Uh, but that play, he made it, it short. I don't remember what inning that was, but, but that play, he made it short was, was, just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, it went full 360 and used every bit of the turf. And, um, you know, that's just, again, Austin. Austin's one of our – he's one of our best players. And, uh, you know, he is uh, – um, 
he just looked better. Like you know, came out of the, came out of the season, um, you know, just in fuego, you know, and mm -hmm. then uh, got dinged up running to first base against West Virginia, mm -hmm. and you know, really fought hard to kind of come back from that and uh, play through that. Truthfully, um, you know, where I think there's some guys that probably would have taken another week or so to kind of really get back to full strength. And I think, you know, he came back, he came back and fought through that. And, um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to make excuses for him because that's the last thing he would want, but you know, it just, when you don't, when you don't have your lower half, your lower half in your swing, it can kind of get you off, off tilt just a little bit. So, sure. you know, I, I, th I think, um, you know, as the seasons progress, you know, we're getting more and more back to where he started. And that's a good thing with this much ball left to play. And, um, again, never a bad feeling writing Austin, Nate, Austin Knight's name in the, uh, the lineup card. <laughs> I promise you. That's right. I think you had the, what, three hits last night. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, um, you know, Jake continues to, uh, you know, Jake's work talking about being dinged up. Jake got dinged up first weekend. Yep. Um, and has been been working his way back from that, and he's swinging a hot bat too right now. Yep. And uh, just, uh, I mean, he he crushed that ball last yeah. night. Yeah, I mean, there's there's times honestly where where Jake looks like he's playing on a field that is too small for him. Uh, it's a it's pretty cool, honestly. Like it's it's like it's like it feel it feels like he gets to first base too fast. It feels like he runs down plays in the center field too fast mm -hmm. and it looks like you know hits like that get out get out and go too fast and go too far yeah um it sounds weird but like you know but that's what that's what major league players kind of look like and you know and and so uh you know he's just fun to watch and another one that we're we we're uh we're really thankful that he's here with us and and uh, and doing what he's doing because you know, he's another guy that just he will play through anything. Um, he's just all about you know helping us win as many games as possible, and um, you know, heck, he even stole second base last night on a pitch out and still beat it. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. just, he just does stuff that you know really is is you know pretty incredible on baseball field. He and Nate are, are competing for uh, team leader in stolen bases. I think Nate's got him like sixteen, fourteen right now, or something like that. But. Yeah, no, and. Um, you know, he, Jake almost caught up to him, but we got the challenge review and Firm got to stay. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That 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 you know, it's been that, that's been another thing. I've I'm I'm really appreciative of our administration for for fighting to support. Um, you know, installing instant replay here for for the season. It's um, you know, it's just all about getting the call right. And um, you know, that again, one example last night and a few examples a couple weeks weeks ago but um you know that's been a really great addition to you know to uh the haze and our our game day experience well not only that but but kevin i've been talking about uh, quite a bit about the the quality of the the espn plus broadcast the the way that that has brought i mean you had some of the the footage on mm -hmm. uh you know before we got on the air tonight i mean yeah, our ESPN. games are pretty much always on up here we pretty much <laughs> we watch it a lot we watch them a lot the the, the espn plus stuff has just been Fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, the, I'll say this, at least when, we're not fans. Everybody knows this. We're not fans of Conference USA TV. If you follow us on Twitter, you know. Uh, 
But hey, at least when you're here and the game's on Conference USA TV, we actually show the game. I'm just saying. That's right. I mean, not pointing fingers at anybody. But we it wouldn't be a podcast without a few jabs. Middle, yeah. Middle just, Tennessee. Well, we, yeah. Middle Tennessee State University. Going back, we did get to see, we did get a tour of the indoor facility yesterday, mm-hmm. season ticket holder appreciation. Yeah, day. that was really cool. And we got to see the the replay set up, so that was pretty neat. It's a huge, huge TV with a computer monitor in front, so they can have the broadcast up, so they could uh, rewind it and look at it. So we got an inside look yesterday. It's pretty neat. Yeah, if, if the if the um, if the challenge if it's our challenge, we leave the TV plugged in so they have the big screen. If it's challenge against us, we pull the plug. And <laughs> you gotta go on the laptop. They, yeah, they gotta look at the laptop. Is that is that Sydney's job? Yeah, yeah. So we did uh, the did season ticket holder appreciation last night, and uh, everybody got a tour of the the indoor facility, uh, which was funny because the guys were coming in like pregame treatment, and then we're all in there. <laughs> you know, there's two dozen people in there or whatever. Um, but we saw guys you, – you're talking about guys dinged up and guys working back. We saw guys lined up to get treatment from Donna, mm-hmm. from, from trainer Donna Nemo. Um, I went and got in line. Uh, I was I was like – You would have been there an hour to get in, getting all the treatment you needed. Well, it, it was Madol. Madol said, what are, you, what are you in line for? I said, man, I'm old. I hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? I, when I when I got to Donna, I was going to give her a list of things that aren't wrong with me, <laughs> and then she, you know, she could work from there. Yeah. But I, the tour moved on, and I had to give my spot. Right. I think I gave my who did I give my spot? In? I think I gave my spot in line to Austin. Austin, not yeah, yeah. So, and then he goes, and then he goes on has a great night. So you, you know, it, it it was well, it was time well spent. Man, yeah. if you held him up, if you held him up and kept him from four hits, man, that's not good. Well. <laughs> <laughs> he he, you know it's it's better that we have Austin in good shape than me. Let's let's just say that yeah, the three three hits you you helped him out. Yeah, and, and Donna can only do so much, so she wasn't going to be able to help me out that much anyway. So there's only got so much time. Oh, there's only so much time in a day. That's right. I I'm pausing because you look like you're getting ready to make a point. <laughs> well, I, know we, I don't want to stop you from well, saying something awesome. I've already held off. I've, I've prevented Austin from getting four hits, and I'm about to stop you from making a point. I know we're going over time, but uh, we talked last week when about how clutch Caden Hobson has been. Yes, uh, yes. L- once again, last night they walked intentionally walked uh, the batter in front of him mm-hmm. to load the bases, and then they brought in another reliever, and he hits a triple off the wall in dead center. Um, That's out any other <laughs> part of the park. Yeah, yeah, it is. It would have been yeah. out any other park. Um, Talk a little bit about, about that, Coach, how, I mean, seems like he always comes up in the clutch moments as of the last three or four weeks of the season. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, um, for, yeah, for, for whatever reason, it, there's, he's been up there in a lot of situations, um, and we certainly feel good about it. I mean, um, you know, he, throughout the course, for pretty much from the beginning of the season, uh, even when he wasn't getting hits, he was still getting on base. I mean, his his on-base percentage has been – you know, it's been up over 400 for most of the season. So, you know, if you, I want to say probably four or six weeks ago, um, you know, he and um, Coach C were, you know, kind of made some small tweaks to to his swing and, and kind of added a leg kick to, you know, to kind of help him with his timing and his balance um, and tap into a little bit more power. And, you know, so there's a little bit of a learning curve with that, but he's really he's really worked hard at it and and done a done a great job of really um, running with it. 
and I think it's helped him. And, um, you know, from the beginning, you know, even the recruiting process, we loved his swing from the start. So, um, with how hard he works and everything, it's, it's, it's really kind of not a surprise to how much he's already got on has been gotten on base. It's really not much of a surprise to our coaching staff because, you know, he's such a hard worker and he's, you know, he's such a good player. So, um, yeah, it felt really good when, you know, when he's walking up there with runners in scoring position, bases loaded, two outs to get us started. I mean, right now, every time he comes up, you know, we feel really good about it. Yeah. So producer Brad is, is, uh, is, is letting me know, I already knew this, but he's, he's pointing, he's emphasizing that we have blown way through our time tonight. And, and well, you know what? I don't even care. It's been a while since I've been here, and I hadn't seen Coach in a while on the show, so I got a lot it's of questions, good. a lot of, a lot, of a lot to talk about. And it's we had forty-one. Yeah, right. we had Matt Brooks too. I mean, come on, I I don't even care, you know. And and I think, I think that our our audience has come to expect that from us. They've come this far, they're ha- they're in for the long haul. That's right. Well, they have come to expect that from us. <laughs> I have I have learned that that some some of our fans will watch in in segments, like they'll yeah. watch, they'll listen a little bit, and then they'll. Do something else and then come back and listen to the rest. So. Yeah, I, I think uh, with Joe Joe Hanel said he can only take us thirty minutes at a time. <laughs> he, said, he said it takes me three days to listen. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I said, hey, just as long as you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So give give me the schedule for this this weekend, Kevin. You got there in front of you. It's six o'clock. Six o'clock on Friday night. We got three o'clock on Saturday, uh, and one o'clock one o'clock, one o'clock on Sunday. Right. UAB. Uh, big conference USA series. They're they're it, it, it's it's time to start making our way up the standings, and they're one of the folks in our way. So we're we're gonna have to leapfrog them. Good good weekend to start. Um, Saturday uh, tailgate eleven o'clock. Um, the weather report or the weather forecast. We do weather on the show too. A uh, lot of folks talk to a lot of folks so far. The tailgate's grown every week, uh, getting a little bigger. Um, still hearing from some folks saying, yeah, but it's been so cold. And it has. This has been the strangest spring weather I can, baseball weather I can remember. But Saturday, sunny and 81 degrees. Let's okay. Go. So if you get out here to the goal lot and uh, you know you know where to find us, we'll be out there. Uh, I, I'm just saying there may it's going to be 81. There may be homemade ice cream involved <laughs> on Saturday. Producer Brad just just committed. He, he heard homemade ice cream. He's in. So, uh, get your gear together. Come out on Saturday and, and tailgate. Let's let's do it. Big. This is going to be. This is baseball weather. Yeah. We're finally having some baseball weather. That's right. And you know, hey, when it warms up, the bats come alive too. That's 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 always a deal. So yep. come check it out. Um, Coach Woody, we always give you we always give you the last word. So once again, here you are. What you got? Yeah, no, I just, um, you know, I, th- I think, uh, you know, we started with Brooksy. I'll kind of wrap up with Brooksy just in terms of, uh, you know, he's he's been here for six years. He's been through, um, you know, a coaching change, a shoulder surgery. He's been through um, just a lot, just so many things. And, you know, I think as a coach, you always, you know, you always hear that, um, you know, over the years, your players will actually teach you more than you probably teach them. And I would, you know, I would say in three years of coaching Matt Brooks, he is, I'm sure he has taught me more than mm-hmm. I've taught him. And 
I'm just thankful to be his coach. I know our entire coaching staff is, um, you know, amazing family and um, just get a really, him and all the seniors get to really make sure that we enjoy our time, you know, here down the stretch uh, these next few months. Yeah, for sure. I, the, just, uh, it feels like this season just started, but we're already, we're already getting deep into it. It just, it, we were in Tampa just like two weeks ago. I know. It feels like it's flying by. Always does. All right, folks, we are, as always, way, way out of time, but that's all right. I yeah. uh, appreciate you sticking with us. Uh, look for this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Make sure and click subscribe. We're up to 100 subscribers on YouTube now, so we got Milestone. that. We, that's, Milestone. that's a milestone. So if you're watching on YouTube, uh, go ahead and subscribe to that, too. Uh, reach out to us on social media. We do Twitter. We do Facebook. We do Instagram. We still do not do TikTok, and we're still not going to do TikTok. Uh, reach out. Say hello. We're going to be at the ballpark all weekend this weekend, so uh, we've, we've enjoyed getting to know a lot of you folks. So just say hello uh, when you see us out there. But uh, for producer Brad, Kevin, Coach Woody, this has been Nick. Until next time, we'll see you at the Hayes.